Streaming live. You're listening to AllFlavorsRadio.com. Hi, I'm Eddie Saunders of the New Jersey Connection, and you're listening to Wimbo and Naturally Lively Drive Time Show on AllFlavorsRadio.com. Keep it locked right here, and don't touch that dial, please. The truth is, you will never win in life by being someone you are not. You cannot ever live the life of your dreams by settling for someone else's idea of what you should be doing with your life. You will never, ever be happy if you change who you are to fit in with others. Until you accept and embrace who you are, you are destined to live a life at only a mere fraction of your potential. It is simply impossible to be genuinely happy when you are not genuinely yourself. You must be yourself if you want to experience your true purpose in life. If you're different, be different. Be different and do it with pride. If someone doesn't like it, if many people don't like it, who cares? Those aren't the people for you. There is better. The right people will show up when the real you comes out. There will always be someone prettier. There will always be someone smarter, stronger, richer, younger. But there will never be another you. Kurt Cobain once said, I'd rather be hated for who I am than loved for who I am not. The truth is, you will never be hated by the right people for being real. Being real, being yourself, is the greatest filter you could ever use. It instantly filters out all the people that don't belong with you. And at the same time, it reveals those who do. Bob Marley once said, the only problem is people are being hated when they are real and loved when they are fake. It's true. But what is missed here is one very important fact. The people that are hating people being real are fake people. And the people that are loving fake people are the same fake people. Real recognizes real. Real recognizes fake. So who do you want to attract? Fake people or real people? Be yourself and I promise you, Eventually, you will attract the right people. Be yourself. No matter what has happened to you, no matter who has hurt you, no matter what you believe, be yourself and be kind to others. If you do that, life will turn out far greater than you ever thought possible. If you don't, life will be painful because living a life with a mask on, you can't see. Living a life trying to fit in, you will never. Living a life trying to be someone else so other people will like you, you might fit in on the outside, but inside, you'll never be complete. You'll never be happy. Repeat to yourself every day, I am different. That is why I win. I am unique. And that is why I am great. I'm not like anyone else on this planet. I am grateful for who I am becoming. 
I am grateful for who I am. I am committed to be myself and speak my truth at all times. And I know that is the only time the right people will show up in my life. Those who are meant for me will love and support and be real with the real me. I'm done with fake people. And that includes a fake version of me. I will stand tall and stand strong in my purpose, in everything that matters to me. I'm different. That is why I win. I am different. That is why I win. I am unique. And that is why I am great. I'm not like anyone else on this planet. I am grateful for who I am becoming. I am grateful for who I am. I am committed to be myself and speak my truth at all times. And I know that is the only time the right people will show up in my life. Those who are meant for me will love and support and be real with the real me. I'm done with fake people. And that includes a fake version of me. I will stand tall and stand strong in my purpose. In everything that matters to me, I'm different. That is why I win. I am me. That is why I win. I am different. Different with pride. If you're different, be different. Be different with pride.
pleasant good evening to you all out there in all flavors land how was your day today sounds there of michael jackson and don't stop till you get enough and at the top of the hour we had the motivation to be different And that's where we're taking it tonight, being very, very different. How are you out there in all flavours land? I am naturally, <laughs> I've done it good naturally, Lily. I'm, I am Wimbo77. And I am naturally Lily. You are naturally Lily. Oh, welcome back into the studio. Hola. 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 <laughs> you feeling a lot better? Uh, yes, I know. Yes, I know. I'm, 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 I'm all right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I know that you've been having to. I've got a bit of a limp. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, let's hope that it that that uh, you overcome all that stuff, and that you reach tip top fashion, in as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. You know. So, audience, beautiful listeners out there, tune in listeners, chat room listeners, worldwide listeners, and listeners. Yeah, on WhatsApp. And Instagram, how are you all doing? I must say I was put into um, Facebook prison. <laughs> so you will not see me on Facebook at the moment. There was a few uh, hiccups. I don't know. They said my content didn't go in with their, what is it? Someone's reported something. They I don't know if it's someone's reported, reported something someone. they didn't like. Well, it's telling me, I'm going to tell you exactly what it's telling me. That, um, yeah, they've, they've said they'll take a look at my account and they'll review it. Yeah. It may take longer than usual because their community I didn't I wasn't following community standards. Community standards. And maybe that was because I put up the question last week as regards to why black people scared to take the vaccine. That could be one of them. Or the question for this week, which is which is about WhatsApp and can you live without WhatsApp? Okay. So that is where we're at right now. Did I send you that, Lily? I've I've sent you the wrong thing. Oh, so yeah, we're we're going to get right into it. But how are you doing, Lily? I'm okay. I've been <clears throat> it's been an interesting week. Mm. It's been an interesting couple of weeks. It's been an interesting day. Just yeah. <laughs> Just, yeah. I'm glad I'm not at work tomorrow, let's put it that way. <laughs> oh, a well-deserved break, right? Oh, uh, yes, it's a well-deserved break indeed. And that sometimes we need that. Sometimes life just throws us a curveball and we just have to do the best that we can to catch it or just to let it go past us, look, look past it and say, do you know what, I cannot accept that right now. Yes. And I've got to work within the constraints yes. of what I've got to work within. Exactly. And that is it in a nutshell, right? That is it in a nutshell. Yeah. So should we give our audience the question of the yes, day? Yes, please. So question of the day is... What's the question of the day? Do women expect a chivalrous man in 2021 without the woman having traditional values? Yeah. That's question number one. And the second question is, can you live without WhatsApp? That was it. 
that was the one that got me on clunk clunk. Not necessarily. It could be <laughs> anything. It could have been anything you've posted. Lord, Adam, just get you <clears throat> quick, you know. So we can't. We had quite a lot of our answers for that, um, for our question. So we really do need your participation tonight, listeners, because, um, yeah, we can't access our, our, what's it called? Content and question or answers to the questions that we posed. So we really are needing you in the chat room, on TuneIn, wherever you're tuning in from. Remember, 07895 Oh, wow. You know, we need... What's that, I can't even find you when I search you. You cannot find me. Don't search me, people. I'm out there. Do you know but what I'm this means, though? Do you know what this means in the Facebook world? It means you've made it. Oh, does it? Because you don't make yourself... You don't get into Facebook prison if you don't have influence. Okay. What's the point in being put in Facebook influence, Facebook prison if you have no influence on your mm. audience? Yeah, well, thank so you, you so made much. it. Maybe. Oh, I don't want to say that. I wouldn't say that. But hey, to Carlo, John Ken, Joy McKay, Mark Philogene. Great stuff last night, Mark. Um, tuned in. You can catch Mark from 6 to 8 on a Monday night, as well as DJ Slim. And we'll be really going into all of the, the DJs and everything a little bit later on. Um, but yeah, just just um, stay locked. Gal, gal, we see you. And we see you, Scott Max, too, in in the, the chat room. So, naturally, Lily. Yes. You asked the questions just now, right? Yes. So, uh, which questions? You the... just asked the questions. But going into our national day. Our national day is World Pediatric Bone and Joint Day. Yes. I know. Why did I choose that? There must have been a... Re- there's a good reason why I chose it. I don't know. So, World Pediatric Bone and Joint Day is on October the 19th today. Um, each year it spreads awareness about the impact of muscular musculoskeletal conditions mm. in children. Yes. Also referred to as World PBJ Day. Yeah, PBJ. Pediatric Bone and Joint Day. So yes. maybe that's just the acronym, right? PBJ, yes. Mm. Um, it also educates healthcare providers and the public. Yeah. Um, this disorder, so multi, multi musculoskeletal disorders, are any type of disease that affect the joints, ligaments, nerves, muscles, and bones. Uh, condi- these type of conditions in children and teenagers are becoming more common, and some examples of this include things like rheumatoid arthritis, bone fractures, tendonitis, developmental dysplasia of the hip. Ooh. muscular dystrophy and osteoporosis they check for that um dysplasia in the hip with newborns don't they yeah i remember them they, doing that on the test on the girls and jayla had a click to me it all sounds very very painful and when it comes to our joints because even as we're getting older as mm. we do um even open opening things like cans or jars yeah it gets tougher and you feel the pain in your joints yeah and we're talking about this is a national day, World, Pia- World Pediatric Bone and Joint Day. So this is um, uh, conditions within little children. Mm. Pediatrics is for children, isn't it? Yes, yeah, so any any um, child up to the age of 16. Yeah, so these disorders affect the function and mobility of some youngsters and some of the most common causes of musc- musculoskeletal disorders in children include car accidents, playground accidents, sports injuries and other contributing factors to musculoskeletal disorders 
Obesity, that's quite interesting, isn't it? Poor posture and vitamin D deficiency. So we see some students with, or students, some children with rickets yeah. because they don't get enough sunshine. That's p- particularly in this country. So I know for a while... Is that to do with sunshine or is that to do with a calcium deficiency? Yes, yeah, to do with the sun. Vitamin D, we get it from the sun. I thought it was a calcium deficiency. No, no, so vi- vi- no, it's, for, it's, it's to do with the sunshine. Yeah, vitamin D. Let us know, um, beautiful people, if you can just clarify that. But I've... I've definitely... Yeah, vitamin D is definitely to do with the sun, but I thought rickets yeah. was caused because of a calcium deficiency. No, oh, it's because they're not getting enough um, sunlight. So, yeah, so you'll find that more... Sometimes you even get it in... It's more children here mm. in this country. Yeah, it would be because we rickets. don't have... Yeah, so vitamin D, but that that obesity, I didn't realise that rheumatoid arthritis, bone fractures, tendonitis, um, development dysplasia, and muscular dystrophy and osteoporosis could happen from being obese. Well, it makes sense. If you're overweight, you're going to put more pressure on your bones and your muscles and your joints and your nerves. So then you're more prone to have these kind of diseases. I know... um, I find it quite interesting, actually, that they say that it's on the rise in young people. Mm. Um, But it says in the United States, about 19 million children have received medical treatment for a musculoskeletal disorder. I can understand the fractures, though, because children that are prone to accidents, um, you know, they're going to get things like leg fractures, arm fractures, falling out of a tree. And I had boys, so, yeah. yeah. My boys, well, Marjack in particular, I don't think John Ash broke any bones, but Margie, happy birthday, happy Earthstrong, Marjack. Oh, my goodness, you are just getting along. But we love you. <laughs> we love you so much. And it's your day-to-day and just giving you a big, big whoop-whoop. Um, yeah, so Margie, he broke a couple of his bones. Mm. So I'm not too sure. Well, he's an, a, a big man now, but... Again, that's a cause, like you said there, breaking bones and stuff like that, right? Mm, yeah. Can can lead to this musculoskeletal, musculoskeletal disorders. Yes. So, you know, how to observe then? It's hashtag World Pediatric Bone and Joint Day. How do we observe it, Lily? So there's different events that um, are organised for World PBJ Day, including educational seminars, conferences and fundraisers. Mm. All of these events are geared towards spreading awareness about the impact of paediatric musculoskeletal disorders. And the observance is the perfect day for you to get your children screened for these types of conditions. Um, it says schedule your child for a dual energy x-ray absorption. Geometer, <laughs> or a DXA. Yeah. Um, I think this is more geared to the US because we know what the healthcare system is like in this country. Mm. We don't just go and reg, you know, order order these screening tests. You usually have to go for your GP for yeah. tests. Um, but they do a lot of checks as well as your children grow. So I know, like I was saying, with the newborns and the the babies, they do the hip tests. Mm. Um. But as you go and you notice little things, like I remember that Jayla had a, a, she's got a, I can't remember what that bone's called, but her shin bone yeah. is turned inwards. Wow. So over, when she was younger, 
um, just starting to walk and a bit older, it was really pronounced. Mm. Her foot was turned in, but as she grew, it's kind of it just fixed re- in itself. itself. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that was identified by us. Then we took her to the GP, and then the GP obviously referred her. Yeah. So that's the process that we'd go through. So look out here. If you see, uh, it's harder for sometimes young mums or first time mums to recognise these things. But if you see the slight anything that you feel is not right in your children question it mm. and take them to the gp they might say oh no there's nothing to worry about but if it's the slightest thing mm. the slightest thing and you're concerned then take them get them checked out that puts you at ease and then you know that your little one is okay yeah. but also as parents we've got to make sure that our children eat healthy as well so not too much mcdonald's or you know these kind of you know KFC, all that kind of stuff that you, you should, your children are getting healthy meals on a day to day basis, and that they're getting enough calcium and vitamin D. You should be giving them calcium, uh, vitamin D drops as yeah. well. Yeah. Okay. So you, uh, and you get those free, right? At you the, can get them free from child, um, children's centres. Yeah. Some Tesco's do them, but they, you have to go to a really big Tesco. Mm. Um, they do them free for breastfeeding mothers and children under certain ages. I cannot remember what the ages are, but I'm sure I'm certain it's under under ten. Mm. Um, they do vitamin packs for younger children. Yeah, and you some schools do them as well. Okay, the packs for the children. So some of these things we can get to free. Ask, ask. If you don't yeah. know, just ask and find out what you are entitled to. Mm-hmm. And even if you're not entitled to it, you know. Calcium, vitamin D, they say you get it from dairy, cow's milk and stuff, but you can get supplements as well. Mm-hmm. If your diet is doesn't contain dairy or anything like that, then you yeah. can get supplement that will um, enable your children to get that, you know, healthy, balanced um, diet, diet that includes calcium and vitamin D. And also it makes a point to wear, uh, get your children to wear protective gear when playing sports as well. Mm. So these things will help prevent uh, musculoskeletal disorders. And also remembering, I mean, now it is definitely law in this country to wear a seatbelt and stuff because it said yeah. some of these things come because of not wearing, uh, not being in car act- accidents and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So making sure that the children are strapped in properly in the car. Yeah. And that will help us prevent these things so you can spread an awareness as well on social media with the hashtag pediatric bone and joint day or hashtag world pbj day okay so the pediatric society speciality group leash when was it established oh sorry i thought it was reading <laughs> um so the specialist group was established in on october the 19th 2012 so it's quite a new group um, the day is held in line with the Bone and Joint Action Week. Mm. So this is actually the Bone and Joint Action Week. Um, today specifically fo- focusing on children's uh, paediatric speciality. <clears throat> it was initiated in the US um, co- under a programme called the United States Bone and Joint Initiative. The 
initiative seeks to improve the prevention of bone and joint disorders and their goal is to improve the quality of life for those affected by bone and joint disorders because you think someone that's got a disorder disorder tends to mean that it's a lifelong disorder Mm. so they have to learn how to live with it um and they do this by finding reliable information, doing research and spreading awareness mm. about paediatric bone and joint disorders. What's quite interesting is it says past themes of the World Paediatric Bone and Joint Day have included child get arthritis. So it's quite amazing, isn't it, that we'd think that arthritis is something that occurs in older people. Mm. But it, from 2019, they said child get arthritis too as well as from 2017, kids, bones, joints and obesity, tips for parents and patients and primary care providers, mm. as well as the childhood... I yes. feel like that's when the food changed as well because there was, there's was there been a big drive in schools yeah. um, when it comes to healthy eating with children, especially Oliver, in this country. Yeah, Jamie there's Oliver. a lot of health initiatives that have been put in place to promote healthy eating. And yeah. I know in the girls' school, you can't even put things like chocolates and crisps in their packed lunch so yeah yeah and so really it's, uh, the, the, the the sad thing is that sometimes crisps and other things like ready-made meals mm. cost less than preparing a meal in some instances whereas i know when we was doing salad master that you just for family meal you'd take one potato a quarter and of a cabbage spread. you know and it spreads a really mm. far long way we feel that we have to fill up our bellies and have that full feeling but it's it's not that's not really necessary no I don't think it's that I do think you should feel content when you eat but I think when it comes to healthy eating I don't think it costs more Mm. in monetary terms I think it's easier yes to just stick another pizza in the oven um and if you do cook with you know, like Teflon and stuff like that, some things may be easier to cook, but then it's the cleaning process afterwards okay. and stuff like that. However, that being said, um, I'm a firm believer in meal prep, even though I struggle to do meal <laughs> prep, but no, I have to do it. But yeah. once it's done, it's done. you've got frozen meals, yeah. you've got, you know, ready-made meals that you can just stick in the oven or in the microwave if you want to put it in the microwave. But it is that initial, like on a Sunday, you know, you're spending half your day meal prepping. Yeah, but then it's like you said, it's done. Yeah, it's done. And it's it's like um, us. We go shopping once a month. I cannot stand going shopping. Mm. Trust me. I even I've, at a stretch, even clothes shopping. I just I, if I could wear a uniform every day, every day, which I do now. That's what I go for because mm. it's just the thought. Of just one being out there in public with people. I'm, I'm sorry, sorry, listeners. That's just my yeah faux pas, as well as going and shopping every week. I just but then you know, that being said, yeah. when you go, so we do our shop monthly. Mm. You can't buy non-perishables that last a month. No. So even in that instance, it's easier to go and buy a twenty-four or thirty-six bag of crisp pack yeah. twice. Yeah. Because you know that's going to last you the month. Then go and buy your fruit and veg every single week, which is what we should be doing. And I don't do that. But you should be getting your main... Because you can bulk buy. Don't have to go shopping every week. Get bulk buying. But then go in and picking up your fruit and veg every week. So so we'll do that because we'll run 
eat a lot of fruit, lot of veg, but it's not. It's just going in and grabbing and out. Yeah. As opposed to the main shop where you have got to get all your, you know, the provisions, mm. the tea and the canned stuff, all that stuff. It it can be a bit much, but once it's done. It's out of the way and it's something that you don't have to stress about. We all do things in different ways, don't we? Mm. You know, but we're talking about here when it comes to our children and the paediatric, you know, hashtag world paediatric bone and joint day that we want to give them, look after their bones, look after their joints and to avoid obesity in youngsters. You don't see much of that. When we were younger, even when we were younger, when we saw someone obese, they used to get picked on mm. because it was something that we didn't see much of. And I, I must say I've seen one young girl around here, which is really shocking to see how big she is. Mm. Um, but again, we don't see too much of it in the UK. I... Yeah, I don't think we see much of it, but is that because of the demographic that we live? Like, our area's quite... I don't know. I feel like... It depends on where you live. Okay, okay. Because there may be other areas around the UK where you see a lot of obesity, but we also have certain standards of food currently. I don't know how long they're going to stay in place, but we have certain standards of food that prevent retailers from putting in certain yeah. things into our foods that contribute to obesity. Whereas in America, it's They're a free-for-all. They stick anything yeah. in everything. So I remember you saying when you went out there that there was barely anything like salad and oh that as well. Oh, my goodness. I ordered a salad. <laughs> I was so vitamin deficient after two days of eating burgers and chips because that's what, you know, is oh, on tap. Wow. I bought a salad when we went to one of the retail park, uh, the place that we visited, and in the it was supposed to be a Caesar salad. So you know it was supposed to be in a Caesar salad, yeah. right? It was for eight dollars. Lettuce, croutons that were the size of a dice. Okay. And then just the salad dressing, and the salad dressing. It was horrific. Oh my! See, so For that's $8. what they're offering there. But obviously, here we have a lot of lot more healthier choices. Um, so let's choose a healthy choice, and then we get used to choosing the healthier choice as well. Mm. As well as twenty fifteen childhood and adolescent ACL injuries, and then kids um, in twenty twelve with vitamin D deficiency. So really, just topping up. Like we said topping up on the vitamins all the things that our youngsters need, because we are talking about the paediatric bone and joint day. That's what today is, the 19th of October. And it's just raising an awareness that our, our children's bones, our bones are important. So we've got to look after ourselves mm. and just remembering that they can get arthritis too. So if you see anything untowards in our children, that we go and check it out. There's nothing wrong with um, going to the doctors and then being given the thumbs up that I, everything's okay and you can just continue mm. continue on but if you have any concerns definitely seek medical advice so remember there's 1500 national days don't miss a single one celebrate every day with national day calendar yeah 
Awesome. So moving on swiftly, because we do have a special guest coming in tonight, Tarjay, and he's a very inspirational young man. So we'll be speaking to him very shortly. Um, however, we're going to look quickly into our history and we're looking at Samora McHale. Tell us a little bit about Samora, naturally, Lily. So they were born on September the 29th, 1933 in Mozambique. They died today in 1986, so October the 19th, 1986, at the age of 53 in South Africa. They were a political affiliate, so um, they were the president of Mozambique from 1975 to 1986. Born in Maputo, capital of Mozambique. Yeah. Yeah, and Macau, he received his education through mission schools, so he went to missionary schools for his education. Yeah? Yeah, sorry. I was just looking at the the rest of the time. He became an... Is it a he? Yes, a he. Yeah, so he initially went to go into a seminary for higher education, but chose to instead become a nurse and did that training in Maputo. Um, he got radicalised and after 10 years in the profession, he decided to join the clandestine Mozambique Liberation Front, which sent him to Algeria for military training. Then he rose quite quickly in the leadership rank and became the leader in 1970 after the 1969 assassination of Eduardo Mondlane. Mm. Never heard of any of these people. No. He claimed that his radical polit polit political stance came from... Um, not reading Marx. Not reading Marx, but from his experiences yeah. with his family. So I'm assuming that his radicalisation was very close to being a Marxist. Don't forget that he was born in South Africa. So at that time, 1933, there was still the... He wasn't born in South Africa, he was born in Mozambique. Oh, Mozambique. But isn't Mozambique <laughs> near South Africa, Lily? Isn't Maputo near South Africa? Maputo is 200 miles from Mozambique. Right. So we may think that south, they're close by looking looking on a thing, but it's not like when we say South London is near North London. No, no, where it's, it's not like that thirty close. miles away. This is Africa. It's Come like on. another country. Every country can fit into Africa. So yeah, exactly. So no, it's not close. But it's it's there. It's on that line. There's Botswana. We should look at the map and find out exactly yeah. where Mozambique is because Mozambique is quite when it comes to radicalism and. Politics, mm. it's always... Was, who was the, the, the last guy? Or am I getting him wrong? Mugabe. No, he's not Mozambique. He's South Africa, isn't he? No. He was. <laughs> We're going to find this out, beautiful people. Because he might have been South Africa, actually. Yeah, he was... Um, he was the one that wanted to give the Africans back all their land yes, from the white yeah. people. Yeah, we're just South looking Africa. this up, yeah. Munga. Yeah. And um, so we know that he died. Well, he Mugabe. was a minister of Zimbabwe. Zimbabwe. See, this is what this is where I'm getting the, the confusion. Yeah. But Mozambique, again, has been a country that has been a lot. It's been highlighted quite a lot, isn't it? Who's that? Mozambique. Mozambique. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they said he didn't follow Marx, this uh, Mike M Michelle, he didn't follow Marx. But it was from his experience, because I know um, in Mozambique, there was lots of uprisings and so forth as well mm. there. And like it said, the, was it, who was the... the Eduardo. Eduardo. Was assassinated right. previous to him. So this is, this is the culture that people or presidents that are in power there... That is one thing that happens to them. Mm. They get assassinated. Mm. Yeah. So I just thought that um, Michelle, that his life and looking at him, although he's, he's African, it still pertains to us here. How? Because we're all fighting up. We're all fighting and trying to get justice for different things. But I don't think he's trying to get justice. I think he had quite, from what it says here, his ideas were very radical. Mm. Um, being a Marxist is not the greatest brush to be tainted with. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how what many people's stances are on Mugabe, but they seem he seemed to be a supporter of Mugabe. He supported Mugabe. So and we know what Mugabe stood for, right? I don't. He, I think Mugabe... that is a that is a. Mugabe Question. wanted to fight world domination from the from or fight to end white domination in his country Zimbabwe. Yeah, but I, okay, this is where I think I'm going to get a bit. I don't agree with mm. this thing of men thinking that they can own land. Yeah. Land you How can I say this? Yes, they obviously went in and tried to, or did, um, colonise many, many lands mm. and take them away from our people. And yes, it's, we should want to take back ownership of said lands. Yeah. However, there is a way to do it. You saying that you want to stop... Um, what's the word? World domination and stop mm. them taking things from us but then doing it in such a violent way you are becoming as bad as your oppressor yeah yeah so you may have the right ideals but you're still going to look like a tyrant based on how you tried to achieve those goals yeah and it says that here that although he did support rob um robert mugabe to end white domination of his country zimbabwe Macau did sign an N. Kamorti Accord with South Africa in 1984, under which each country agreed not to support the other country's opposition movements and thereby maintained an economic relationship with the white minority government battling, mm. you know, the African National Congress at the time. So he was quite diplomatic mm. and on the fence, not on the fence, but he was diplomatic and he supported Mugabe. However, he still knew that he needed to have that white minority government mm. um there has to be a him. working relationship yeah that relationship so that things i guess can flow mm. right so it says his charisma and personal style kept him his government in power despite the droughts and floods and in the early 1980s the ongoing civil war which the mozambique national resistance the renamo um so he was still kept in power regardless of these things that were going on and you're right lily um mozambique is is almost like south-west 
and South Af- Africa is like much lower down. About eighteen hundred miles, yeah. eighteen thousand miles, should I say? Eighteen is that one thousand eight hundred? Yeah, and thirty-two miles away from South Africa. So that, but we we got to know how big Africa is because yeah. it's an extremely big continent, regardless of all the other con. Every single continent can fit into Africa. That's how huge it is. Yeah. Every single continent can fit into Africa. Why are you looking at me like that? No reason. Okay, so, yeah. Um, So, Michelle, he says he was returning from Zambia when he had a plane crash in South Africa. And it's believed that many South African uh, that many that the South African government was somehow responsible for that crash. <laughs> so he was assassinated <laughs> again, like his pre- his predecessor. Mm. All right, was it the predecessor or the one that went yeah, before predecessor? Him? So this is this is how it plays out because of his his support of Mugabe because of his certain affiliations mm. that. They took him out. Basically, mm. this is this is again another conspiracy, That's and everything's a conspiracy, isn't it? And is it? But is everything a conspiracy? That's the question most that we of have the to time, ask yeah. ourselves. That's I your. Think, that's I your think most opinion. of the time it is. I think most of the time they drip drip information to make a conversation, yeah, and to fuel the hatred of one nation against another. Well, we I, and people just fall into the trap of believing in loads of different conspiracies of actually trying to really look into the nitty gritty of why, what is the purpose of a conspiracy is to, is to incite distrust and hatred. Mm, Yeah. Well, who benefits from that distrust and hatred? I don't know. You tell me. Who does? We have to find out. Well, there you go. So it's a South African president, Nelson Mandela in 1998 gave evidence to South Africa's truth and Reconciliation Commission that supported the involvement of the minority South African government. And there was a a memorial erected to Michelle um, in 1999 at the site of the crash. Mandela married his wife. Really? Yeah. Michelle's widow, Gressa, who married South African President Nelson Mandela... In 1998, gave evidence to South Africa's Truth and Reconciliation. Oh, it was her that wow. gave the, the evidence, not Mandela. I didn't know that. Mm. I, I didn't think he married after... Is it Nancy? What was his wife's name? They were divorced, name? yeah. Yeah, I know, but I didn't realise that he married afterwards. Yeah. And then, obviously, he married, so... who know? Anyway, well, let's not make any conspiracies <laughs> it, was, it wasn't Mandela let's that made his big Let's just look at it for what it is. This um, man... Samora Michelle, born the 29th of September, died on the 19th of October. He was quite a, an activist mm. for his country. He's done a lot. Check him out. Check him out and see what you come up with, you know, and find out a little bit more on that subject. In saying that, we shall see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term, the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did bad, so all right though. Okay, look, Shaba was the king back in the day. 
Shabba. But Popcorn is fire. And he's gunning for the throne. How he do that? And are we so right? Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnight from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Staying at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties, the welcome party with free rum punch, the Lovers Rock concert and party, the Dressing White Catamaran party, the Swimwear or Short Speech party, comedy in the boatyard, a moonlight party, the Beijing Bar crawl, a carnival night in the gap, the oysters, fish fry, and grill party night, the international artist night, and the midnight to morning farewell to Barbados party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877. 799-455 AllFlavorsRadio.com The number one radio station on the net Reaching 179 countries in the world With the best variety of music You're listening to the best station Where the music never stops And I call it
was the sounds of Aretha Franklin. Deep love. And how are you all doing out there, John Ken? Joy McKay, Mumra, how you doing? Mark Philogene from Bremen. Angela Gel from London. Gal Gal. Scott Max. Guest 124. Marjak, Anisha. Issa. Tai Tai. And Anaya. Chanel Taylor. John John. Duane. Jayla and Janae. And I'm sure he meant well. Avi Moram, how you doing? Yeah, but when I talk was through. Princess Abia. I, I, I said, brother, if you only knew you'd wish that you were in my shoes. You just keep on using me. Until you use me up. Guest 964. Until you use me up. Nat Sis, how you doing, sis? Yeah, that was the sounds there of Bill Withers, Use Me Up. And we're back online and we have our special guest online, Tajay. Are you there, Tajay? Hello. Hello. How are you, Tajay? I'm good. Excellent, excellent. So I'll give you a little bit of background of, as to how we met Tajay. And uh, he's going to give you some more about himself and his business. As a young man that we met coming down the hill and he had a lemonade stand. And I don't know how old he is, but we are going to find that out. And I just found that it was so inspirational that a young person asked his mum if he could start a lemonade stand she supported his dreams and right there and then we bought the lemonade it was absolutely tasty wonderful and amazing so Tajay tell us who you are please Uh, hello my name is Tajay I'm 10 years old and 
I lost my mom. And to be honest, when I started it, I was kind of scared because I didn't know if people would come or not. Yeah. But my mom encouraged me to um, not be scared. And we started getting customers more often. Everyone used to say I was tasty. And it was just amazing. Fantastic. So you've told us you're 10 years old. You told us you're Tajay. So what made you want to start your business, Tajay? I, so on TV, I saw a lot of people in in different countries were like putting up lemonade stands because it was right outside their house and easier to do it. But, but I wanted to do it just to raise money for charity and plant trees. Yeah. And I, my my number one goal is to ha- go on vacation on Hawaii. Okay. And, but I'm more interested in planting more trees. But oh. trees, planting trees are expensive in the UK. Planting trees are expensive, did you say, in the UK? What, what, how come it's expensive in the UK to plant trees, Tajay? What did you say? How, how is it expensive to plant trees in the UK? Six pounds each tree. Oh, wow. Okay, that's quite, that's quite... Is that six pounds? It takes six pounds to plant each tree in the UK. Yeah. Well, well, when you think about it, because it doesn't take nothing much to put a seed in the ground, does it really? But they charge you six pounds per tree to plant it. Yeah. That's very interesting. That's very, very interesting. But it's lovely that you wanted to start your business. You wanted to give towards... towards charity to plant trees as well as wanting to go to Hawaii so what is your cause and I know you've said about planting trees but what what made you want to plant trees because we are chopping down too much trees that I think and if we keep chopping down these trees we're going to have no air and some of the and some of these trees um, some of these trees produce nice wood but sometimes you don't replant the trees so you're not going to get that wood as much times as you want I hear you and do you know what I was listening to the radio today and they're talking about um, lessening the gas prices and bringing in hydrogen but they're, they're on this whole thing about being ecological and looking after the ecology but you are so right when it speaks about the chopping down of trees and they, I know that they chop down more than 10 football fields a day in the Amazon that's what they're doing and I'm so glad that you are aware as a young person that we need the trees in order to live on this planet right yeah yeah we do we do so I, I really I'm amazed at you Tajay and I'm, I'm I said to you when I saw you down at the bottom of the hill that I'm going to get you onto the station and that you can really let people know what you're all about. So do you have any idea of what you want to do when you're, um, when you grow up then? Well, I have started, like, I started building with Legos and I've been drawing houses. So my dream is to be an architect. Oh, wonderful. Since I I think I have the, um, the knowledge and, the 
strong skills to be there. Yeah. Well, and will you still be... That's really fun. And will you... Just to draw a house. Okay. actually see it come true. Oh, that's beautiful, Tajay. That's really lovely. And how will you fund it? Are you going to still sell your lemonade and um, fund it that way? Yeah. You will. So, But mum started me off. Mum started that, me off. Yeah. That's what I was and then And then I bought some stuff to, like, make my own lemonade without using, actually using my hand because it hurts a lot and it takes a and very really little the um thing because it takes a long time to make one lemonade because you've uh, got to keep um turning and turning it <laughs> and getting all that juice out and making sure you don't get no seeds in there yeah yeah and it does take a long time doesn't it to get your business started no one ever everyone sees like the finished product don't they but no one sees how hard you've got to work in order to get your product out there right yeah. Yeah. So well done. Well done for that. So, do you have any markets that you're going to be selling at in the future? Do you have any markets that you're going to be selling your lemonade lemonade at, Tajay? I can't hear You can't hear me. No, I don't know. I keep Oh, because we'd love to come down and, and taste some more of your lemonade. And I know when when you was down at the hill that you actually um, got private jobs as well, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Had. Yeah. So, so you, are you are you there for hire as well, Tajay? Yeah. You are. So where can we find you then? Where can we find you if we wanted to to hire you for your stand? Um, Tajay on the beach. What's that? On Instagram, it's called Tajay on the beach. Tajay on the beach. I also make music, but I stopped it because I was doing my lemonade. Okay. And I stacked up. And I am going to, I'm making more. Yeah. It's a Tarjay but, on the beat. Yeah. And is it T-A-R-G-A-E? On the beat? On I'm Instagram? T-A-R-J-A-E. J-A-E. J-A-E. Underscore. Underscore. On the beat, Yeah. Um, underscore, underscore, beat. underscore on the beat. Tajay. Yep. Underscore. Yep. On. Yep. Underscore. The. Underscore. Beat. <laughs> awesome. Underscore. We will find you, Tajay, on Instagram. Okay, I've put that into the the chat box, and we will follow you. Okay. Okay. We'll follow you. So, thank you. So thank you so much for coming on. Have you got homework to do now? Do you have Do you have homework? Do you have homework to do? Yeah. You do. All right. So we won't keep you too long. Okay. So awesome. You are very inspirational, Tajay. 
and we will spread the word and let us know if you have anything coming up we will we'll let people know on the radio and then they'll come down and support you okay Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you so Thank much, Tajay. Thank you for coming on. All right, and we'll speak to you soon, all right? Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure, my dear. You take care and go and do that homework, okay? <laughs> Bye. Okay. Bye, Tajay. Bye. Bye-bye. Oh, how beautiful. Lovely. And inspirational. Starting his entrepreneurial journey. He's starting his entrepreneurial journey. And I know that he's a young fellow. I mean, he said he was only 10 years old, Lily. Mm. And we have to big up every young person that we see that's doing something constructive, mm. doing something to further themselves. Mm. And like he says, Tajay on the beat, he makes beats as well. Mm. How beautiful is that? Yeah, it's lovely. It's amazing. It's, lovely. it's so amazing. Tajay, you are just, listen, I'm going to keep in touch with you and keep in touch with how you're progressing and how you are getting on because I know that you are definitely a mark there that's going to be doing some amazing and great, great things. Well done, Tajay. And well done, Tajay's mum. Um, 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 she's wants to start a mother's group as well, she was saying, so we're going to probably get her on at another time, okay? So it's it's lovely that we have all these, you know, beautiful people around that are making such a difference. So, Lily, our word of the day. Yeah. Type it in there. I did put it in there, but it doesn't seem to be there. It was quite an interesting one, this one. Nomenclature. 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 Yeah. Nomenclature is often used for a system of names for things, especially in science. So, for example, not everything called democracy is democratic. What? Yeah, both capitalism and socialism have demonstrated that democracy is not auto automatic and nomenclature. Some policies promote democracy, others contradict the ideal. So they'll say, oh, yeah, we're... De de it's, it's a bit like the country that we live in, actually. They say, we're, we're living in a democracy, but you don't have freedom of speech. <laughs> that is exactly what that nomenclature means. That de that's not what that definition says, though. Yeah, it's saying that they, they contradict, their policy contradicts. So they'll say one thing, but they do something else. Right. We don't live in a democracy. We know that. No, we don't. We live in a dictatorship. Is it dictatorship? Yeah, it's going that way. It is. It's been a dictatorship from when they can say, go to work, don't go to work, go to work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I wanted to get that out. But when they can say, you're not allowed to leave your house mm. and we all went inside and shut our doors, it's a dictatorship. It's a bit like, I know we was out at the start end and we're not going to go into it. Oh, Yes, Good. we went. We was at the professional, professional hair and beauty show on Sunday, and we know that these vaccine passports haven't oh, fully come. They're into, not allowed to ask. I know that. Well, they can ask. But no, I went into work and gave them my experience. Yeah, and there's not actually an official vaccine passport not yet. yet. Not yet. So that was quite shocking that they tried to do that. And on the NHS website, if you are exempt, if you certificating that, you know, you you can't have 
um, these the the vax um, that you can actually go in and write a document to say that you are, are exempt and you cannot be excluded from anything. But people are unaware of this, Lily. I don't think people are unaware of it. And I'm going to speak on this. I think the problem is someone says to you, where's your vaccine passport? Mm. It kind of ruffles your feathers, doesn't it? It gets you a bit, oh. And in order to avoid the argument, mm. people will just not go to venues yeah. or they will carry something around with them that says they are vaccinated. Um, I think it does make people uncomfortable because I know vaccinated and not non-vaccinated, both ways it makes them uncomfortable because there may be with people who are either or and they don't necessarily talk about it yeah. because you may have, you know, people that you associate with that that's one of those great areas that no one just you likes just to talk, talk about. about. Yeah. Um, and then you're going out for dinner with your friends and they're like, where's your vaccine passport? Well, actually... I don't have to declare that I to don't you. have to tell you that. No. And you, you can refuse me, but you have to also answer to, you're not an establishment that holds power against telling me if I can or cannot enter. Yeah. Because they can't, even though, say, if you are non-vaxxed, they cannot not allow you into the venue no they can but they have to give a valid reason not a give a valid reason they have to be prepared for the repercussions of their actions because then you can actually bring lawsuit against them Mm. because on the nhs website it highlights that you don't have to be Mm. And that's where the the great areas are because there are some people that can't. Some people can't get vaccinated. Yeah, there are some people that and I, cannot. And I think I'm less bothered about whether people vaccinate or not, mm. and more bothered. And I've said this to you. I'm more bothered about the complacency that has yeah. come with the vaccinated gen, um, vaccinated community, mm. because I think there is this misconception that oh, I've been double jabbed. I've been vaccinated. I've got the. I've been. I've had the Pfizer yeah. or whatever they've had. And there's no safety. There's no precautions. There's no afterthought Forthall, that yeah. comes with that. Yeah. And it's you can still get Miss Rona, right? Yeah. Even if you're vaccinated. Yeah. People know that. It says it on the documentation when you go in and get your vaccination. It says it on the paperwork that they send you to encourage you to get your vaccination. Yeah. There are those who cannot get vaccinated or choose not to get vaccinated, yeah. whichever one they are. You can be complacent and go around someone who is not vaccinated and they are at risk of being in put in intensive care. But because of your complacency that has come yeah. with the fact that you're double jabbed, that person has still been put at risk. So all those hundreds of people that went to this you know, beauty show on the weekend that were, and I'm going to say vaccinated, but not wearing any mask and had a sore throat when they left the house in the morning, didn't do a lateral flow. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're vaccinated, they think that, oh, it doesn't matter. I'm fine. They're immune to it. I'm fine. Yeah. But it's not about you. It's about the majority or it's about the the rest of the population vaccinated. Because even if you are vaccinated, two, two jabbed people, one is one is COVID positive, one is, you know, COVID positive, but vaccinated and one isn't, but mm. they're both complacent and you're around one another. Yeah. And this Sherrod Avery Duncan, he was fully vaccinated, but he died of COVID. 
No, it's Colin Powell, not Cheryl Avery Duncan. Colin Powell? Yeah. Right, he died of um, COVID-19. But he, he was fully... He, he didn't fully... die of COVID. He died of COVID-related complications. Oh, but he still was fully vaccinated. There you go. And this is the point. Two yeah. vaccinated people can be sitting in a room together. But because they're double-jabbed, no one has any sense they of feel that they're, they're safety. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. And this, I think this is a conversation that will continue on. It will go on because... It's just ha- having that awareness and consciousness that just because you've had that, it does you're not prevented. Doesn't mean forget everyone else. Yeah, and forget the, the other ones that might have had it. You still still have the possibility of affecting other people. It's literally vaccinated, non vaccinated, everybody is in the same fishbowl. You know? yeah, yeah. Everybody is in the same fishbowl. Yeah. And that is what that is what offends me. That's I'm going to use that word offend. Mm. That is what offends me more than a vaccinated person being a bit more, or, or sorry, a non-vaccinated person being overly, you know, overly cautious by wearing a mask or by saying, oh, I've got a sore throat. I'm not really leaving my house today. That offends me more. A vaccinated person coming out saying, I've got a bit of sore throat, but I'm double jabbed. That yeah. really <laughs> grinds my grits. Because... Because it's not about you. It's about those who cannot have it. Yeah. Whether we want to believe in the conspiracies or not, whether COVID is real or not, there's a virus going around that people are being affected by. Whether you want to believe it or not, there are people that have died. Mm. And because of people's complacency, mm. they're contributing to the problem. Yeah, Totally. What are your thoughts out there, beautiful people? Give us a call 07895 134 713. That's 07895 134 713. We'll see y'all in five. Stay there. We'll be back after these. At 15, Elijah J. McCoy moved to Scotland, seeking opportunities he was denied in America. His studies abroad led him to develop over 50 patented inventions, including the automatic sprinkler and the folding ironing board. It's believed the quality of his work gave rise to the term the real McCoy. Celebrate his legacy and learn more about black history. Yo, guess what my uncle just said? Tell them who you tell me. Ooh, I did bad, so all right, though. Okay, look. Shaba was the king back in the day. Shaba! But Pop Khan is fire! And he's gunning for the throne. How oh, he do that? I know he's so right. Anyone can get in and stay in the know. Download the Loop app today. Don't miss the Flying Fish on Cuckoo Barbados Music Fortnite from the 3rd of June to the 12th of June 2022. Stay in at Yellowbird and South Gap Hotels in St. Lawrence Gap on the south coast of Barbados with daily theme parties. The Welcome Party with Free Run Punch. The Lovers Rock Concert and Party. The Dressing White Catamaran Party. The Swim Whip or Short Speech Party. Comedy in the Boatyard. A Moonlight Party. The Beijing Bar Crawl, a carnival night in the Gap, the Oysters Fish Fry and Grill Party Night, the International Artist Night, and the Midnight to Morning Farewell to Barbados Party. Oh, and each night there's going to be a last man standing rave at La Fleur's Bridgetown. Early bird tickets start at just £999, based on a minimum of two people sharing. Secure your place now with a £99 deposit, followed by nine equal payments of £100. This includes hotel and entertainment wristbands. For more details, call 0877. 
AllFlavorsRadio.com, the number one radio station on the net, reaching 179 countries in the world with the best variety of music. You're listening to the best station where the music never stops. Kissing like a bandit, stealing time. By the awesome Valentine's to my sweet lover and maid slowly but surely Big shout out to George Flavors. How are you doing, George? Sour Malaysia. You can catch George on a Saturday and a Sunday. 10 till 12 on Saturday. And 2 till 4 on Sunday. And how are you doing, Darnell, the therapist? Catch Darnell on a Wednesday evening from 9 to 11. How you doing, Joy McKay? Mark Philogene. Hello, Hoxton. Hope you made it safely home from work. How you doing, Sonia? They're from Berlin. Great to see you on Saturday. Uh. And how you doing, DiCarlo? Angela Giorgio? the sounds of Terence Trent Darby wishing well and we had on before the break Tajay a young entrepreneur 10 year old that started his own business um, with the encouragement of his mum in the summer and he's going on really his cause was amazing to plant trees uh, looking at the ecology 
And as a young person at 10 years old, we got to take our hats off to to him. He wants to go on to be an architect. I think he's really got his vision set out. And these are the young men that we want to be raising, really, isn't it, naturally, Lily? What are your thoughts on that? Definitely. I think it's so good that um, he's got his goals. He said he wanted to be an architect. He likes to draw. He's got a few, he's got a few ideas of, you know, his future, which is nice. Um, I tend to be able to think forward like that, yes. I think. Yes, so high five Tajay. You can get Tajay, Tajay underscore on underscore the beat on Instagram. So check him out and see what he's all about. Amazing. Guest 124, we're saying hi to you. Guest 265, or should I say 285? Guest 4 says 77 and guest 964. So the questions that we asked at the top of the show, naturally, Lily, is one of them was regarding do women expect a chivalrous man in 2021 without them being or having traditional, without the women themselves having traditional values, as well as can can you live without WhatsApp? What are your thoughts on that? Give us a shout, 07895. 134713. That's 07895. 134713. So, what do you think as regards to that, naturally, Lily, about women wanting a chivalrous, chivalrous man or a gentleman, should we say, although they themselves are not being that traditional woman? I think that the 2021 female yeah <laughs> not gonna call them women for a reason i'll explain in a minute i think the 2021 female wants the men the man to be the gentleman that opens the door pays for dinner wines and dines and is the chivalrous man but then Traditional values encourage a woman to be submissive, encourage encourage a woman to relinquish responsibility to a man, encourage a woman to almost not give up themselves, but, you know, like give of themselves. Give of themselves. Yeah. And I don't think the 2021 female... <laughs> Is ready, is for ready for that. I feel like the this generation of, of woman is, I'm independent. I want my man when I want my man. But if I'm not in the mood, then nah. In wow. those exact words, yeah. with that exact attitude. Is and that just the Gen Zs or that is that the way that women are going now? Because No, that's the Gen Zs. Z's. Okay. Because I do think that in there's the millennials that are in relationships, not so much the ones that are not in relationships right mm. now, but the millennials that are in relationships and maybe the generation after, they kind of still believe in traditional values. Yeah. Um, but then we do live in an era where the women have to work. So it has to be that kind of dual. You have to be yeah, a, a bit independent. You can't yeah. just be re- reliant on a man, so to speak. It's quite funny because I was, I can't remember what the programme was that we was watching yesterday. And it's like, it's something about dating and the it was a man that he's got to choose like from five menus mm. and then he chooses three women and it was shocking out i mean out of those three women none of them could cook none of them could cook and i, I don't mean, understand it's just something very basic but I, I think both men and women should be able to do that they both should yeah. they should yeah 
They should. <laughs> but we're talking about traditional values and a tradition in most traditions. Yeah. The man can cook toast. Okay. And can cook his one manly meal. You know, like most men, it's bolognese, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but they can cook their one manly food. But the woman generally takes ownership of the kitchen because the kitchen is a woman's kind of haven. But that being said, going back to the fact that you now in our day and age, most of the time, both of them work. Yeah, he does need to know how to cook. share Share the responsibility. But I know we're not really like touching on that. But I I, I recall someone telling me once that um, about this wife uh, or woman that they were dating. And every time the husband would come out, he'd, he'd ping. Darling, dinner's ready. Like that was just the you know the bell on the the oh um, microwave days. going off. But that's for another time. We're talking about us or women expecting a gentleman to walk on the side of the road, uh, or is it every time you're on the the curb that they go and walk by the the, the road, or to be a gentleman, open the doors, carry the bags. Yeah. In this, I mean, day I and wouldn't, age, I wouldn't tick. I wouldn't say they have to tick every single box, but if you're going to be a traditional woman, yeah, but if, no, sorry, if you if you expect, so it's not about what the it's not about what the man's doing; it's about what the woman values yeah, in the she, sense of traditional wants, values. Yeah. And I don't think a lot of women now have the idea that they're gonna be a wife, a mother, and be the main person that is at home taking care of house and home well not anymore because i recall again one time it's not recently it was a while ago actually going into the supermarket and i saw these men like with you know the baby carriers carrying the baby pushing the trolley and i was like we're the women i don't know how i feel about that i really don't wow and and are we old-fashioned are we old-fashioned listeners Please let us know. 07895134713. Are we old fashioned? Are we not moving with the times? Do we expect the man to be the gentleman, yet we're not um, falling into line? Or but that's not being a, a role. Gen- that's not being a gentleman, the men going out shopping. Because then it, no, no, I just no, caught no, myself. No, I'm just saying that it's like there's a role reversal. Role reversal. Yeah. That's all. That's what I was I saying. I think I just caught myself when I was like, oh my goodness, why? But then I realised, like, me and Jay, we both work the same amount of days in the week mm. and we both have our random day off in the week. So the days that he's off, he would go out and do whatever, well, he doesn't, but he may go out and do like a little bit of shopping or if the girls are at home, then he's generally going to be at home with the girls. Mm. Um, and then on my day off, obviously, it's vice versa. However, that being said, that's a recent thing that's happened. Whereas from naught to three mm. it's predominantly been the me yeah and that i think is normal but that's that's in a bubble so that's in your family circle so that's that's not so much um say if someone was meeting up with someone new the expectations of a maybe a young woman what she'd expect expect from her man would she expect him to be a gentleman? But she's she's coming off with some skullduggerous ways. and, and, and I not, think she would. Because the way I hear people talk nowadays, mm. like before, if you, as a female, was talking to a guy, 
even though you might not like the idea, you still were kind of aware that he was talking to more than one girl. Whereas you were only talking to that one guy. Right. Yeah. Whereas (laughs) now... She's talking to... Both of you talking to enough people and no one actually knows who's in a relationship with who because you've got three of those guys that you're serious with but not really serious with. And then he's talking to three different girls... And then you two are kind of an item. And then when do you start saying you are in a... Like, it's, it gets very confusing. Yeah, but it's the expectation. I'm saying what, what a woman would expect from him if she's not putting out the same amount of... But then she would respect. still expect... This, she would still yeah. expect for him to be... A gentleman. Oh, no. Like, I, I, re- I, I just think this generation is lost... I think if we are thinking of traditional values, we completely broke the traditional values of the 1920s, 30s and 50s. Mm. So it's only going to get worse, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, well, what Gal Gal says, love will set you free, the truth will set you us free, never be scared. And I don't know what that was in um, line with, if it's in line with what we're speaking about here. But men... How do you feel about it? Do you mind being a gentleman? And are are the boundaries crossed? Do you set boundaries? Or will you still be act chivalrous even though a woman isn't ex- isn't showing those traditional traditional values. values? Or does she have to be traditional for you to still be chivalrous? And what are we saying our traditional values? Are we saying that the woman is being like because I, I guess our view of traditional values is not necessarily going to be the same as everyone else's out there. Do you mm. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Darnell says, you're always a gentleman, Darnell. In what ways are you a gentleman? Please let us know. That would be wonderful. So Darnell says, it's always a gentleman. And I find that uh, that men, uh, well, my husband, should I say Ken, hey, K, KJB, you're right. Um <laughs> That he is very, he will walk on the other side of the, where the, the road is, where the cars come. Mm. He will carry bags. Mm. He won't see me struggling. Although sometimes That's because you just forget. walk off. <laughs> True story. Mum, Wimber don't carry no bags. I went shopping with Wimber once and she paid the money and walked off. And then I went to walk, I realised, oh, shame. Mummy don't carry no bags. So I had to pick the bags up. So he doesn't have a choice. No, it's not a fact of not having a choice because I have to carry a bag sometimes with him. And we share, sometimes I we share the load. You, I love how you said that sentence. We I, share the load. I have to carry bags sometimes. Yeah, but we do share the load. But <laughs> like being a gentleman, like 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Donald says making dinner, driving the car, ironing. Oh, you iron, Darnell. What? Oh. That's really nice. I will say, I think it's a man's thing to iron. Really? Because of all of my friends that are married, none of us iron. <laughs> oh my goodness. And even down to the fact of when my friend got married a couple of months ago, um, Jay was ironing the tablecloths. Oh my goodness. And all, all the girls are like, oh yeah, my husband's the same. I don't do anything ironing. <laughs> So it's definitely a man. Okay, that would never run in the 20s. We know this. You would never... A man know what an iron is? 
Of no. goodness, no. So in that sense, that's what I'm saying. We've broken but traditional values. You're talking values. about 1920s, Leash. That's like nearly 100 years ago. I know, but that's what I'm saying. We have, well, even down to the 40s and 50s. Yeah. We've broken the traditions of those days. So there's us now expecting... Um, the young women of today to hold whatever we view as traditional values yeah. is kind of well, well no reversal. because traditions change don't yeah, they that's true that's true and we have spoken about that about traditional values but it's just the fact of expecting a man to be a gentleman mm. but we're not working in line with that as yeah. as as a woman like you said maybe from the 50s and maybe we're looking too far back that are the way that women carry themselves these days is very, oh, very different. Yeah, I don't agree you with know. the way women carry themselves. So uh, I just think that we ex- the expectation of what we of what a woman might expect mm. a man to give, but we're not willing to meet them at the same playing field or yeah. same level yeah. as where we're at. And I think that's that's what it is. Because we would expect time. You as a woman that's going it you know, entering into a new relationship, you expect time, you expect attention, you yeah. expect to be wined and dined, maybe. you. There Not are certain days, things that though. you expect, but that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The woman of today, he's messaging you and you're looking at your phone laughing, <laughs> giving blue ticks and then you put your phone back down. Yeah. Like, back in the day... But it's a bit like a hit it and quit it as well, isn't it? Like That's what I'm quick saying. Quick time, you meet someone in the club, tutus, you know... I oh, know, but you that's always that's always happened. Hey. That's not anything new. I don't but think, I just so. think not back in the day, Leisha. Yeah, please. Talking back in the day was for naive. a man to tell you that he love you. No, and then that might help. That might that might just get you. No, the door. look at all them sixties babies and the seventies babies of the live free era. That, but that was the live free era. No, and then you had the eighties and nineties. We've got a long, <laughs> we've got a lot of generation that are growing in one parent households. Okay, it's always yeah. happened. <laughs> it's always happened. It's just more obvious now because it's seen on. T- you had an unwed mother. Back in the day, it was looked down upon. Yeah, they'd lock you you in an asylum if you was an unwed mother and take the baby away and adopt it. That is what they used to do back in the day. That's terrible. That is sadly what they used to do. Or I was reading, like I told you, that book that I was reading, Sean Reese, I think the lady's name is, and they blamed her for the situation and weren't looking deeper into it. Mm. You know, so... I guess people's thoughts and ideas back then were different as well. Mm. However, yeah, we have moved with the times, but we've just gone too far I right, think we've gone too forward. Know? And I think that the the invent of what is social media, because this is not the invention of technology. I was reading something the other day and realised that most um, civilizations crumbled because of the... Um, advancement in technology yeah. so you know when you had push and those kind of way, of course can't we um so it's not the invent of technology it's the invent of social media i think that has mm. really 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 destroyed yeah because I'm, I'm not gonna lie to you i have seen a few intimate things that people have posted into my box like why do people send that and it's like right i'm going to expose you because you shouldn't be doing that uh it's not this is not what i'm on here for but you know the joke of it is Mm -mm. some people start relationships off of those dps really fully oh my goodness oh yeah 
how did you meet? Oh, he slid into my DMs and hey, people are meeting and marrying from these explicit yeah. pictures. So, um, Dano asked a question there, what is a gentlewoman? I don't think there was ever There's such no a such terminology. There's no such thing as a gentlewoman. As a gentlewoman, <laughs> Darnell. But they, There's a traditional woman. Yeah, there, there is a woman that will cook, clean, love, hug, or, you know, whatever for her man. And that kind of worked hand in hand to a degree, that as long as the man wasn't violent and all that kind mm. of stuff. Because there is a balance. There's a balance with all of it. Mm. And I think that... Yeah, it's, it's, that is it in a nutshell. But times have changed. And I think that sometimes women, we, us as women, may expect too much. What do you think? I do, I agree. But I also think that there's a pressure on women now because I feel like, and I said this to you the other day, the fact that as females, we have to go out and work the same role like mm. a man has to go and work. Like I'm fully basically doing the same hours that Jay does but then the expectation is for us to come home and still continue to do our wifely duties yeah. in the sense of and I'm Jay's very good like he's been holding house for the last couple of, of weeks months mm. when it comes to helping do certain things but even the concept of saying that your husband helps you in the house is because our ideal but it shouldn't it shouldn't say you he shouldn't be helping do you no, know what I mean? No, it's, it's whoever gets in the house first. In this house, it's like whoever gets home first, although I was a bit, little bit vexed tonight because I saw people going to have... Anyway, it's <laughs> but, you know, it's like shared responsibility and I, hands up, I can't complain because it is like two ships going and mm. sailing and it works that way. But I feel and like... it's wonderful. Do you not feel like the concept of help though, we still, we still think of them... And I, I made a post about this on TikTok. Mm. When the dad stays home with the children, he's babysitting. Or when he does the dishes, he's helping us out in the house. Because mentally, we still feel like those roles are ours. Yeah. So we are still going to think that, you know, you've got the, the girl dad. Oh, my goodness, the dad's so amazing. He changed the nappy. Because the concept is men don't do that. Right. And well. the generation that we're living in now... The, the roles are shared in the sense that we both go to work, but the roles are not shared when it comes to what happens in home. Yeah. yeah. And, and no, it's not helping because if I wasn't here, you'd have to do those things for yourself. And on the eat half a plate, so on half wash it. Right. So it's, it's again, it's setting, the, it's setting things down mm. and saying, do you know what? This is working. That's, that's not working. And working towards having that balance. Yeah. However, I know we're talking possibly about that question when it comes to um, expecting, like women expecting the chivalrous man, we're looking at it from a dating point of view. Whereas if you are in a relationship, of course you're going to expect that. But what, what, but then what is you the balance? Would, you would expect that then from, yeah. from the get-go. If you expect a man to come and help you and, you know, support your household, mm. then you are expecting to have a chivalrous man. But then the question is, do you have traditional values in the sense that if he wants to have children, you would obviously have these conversations. Yeah. Are you open and accepting of the fact that your responsibility is to... But no, the main responsibility in the first three years of life, the responsibility is the woman's. Mm. Yeah, men can take paternity leave and do all of that jazz, but I'm sorry, 
this is where I'm giving it. It's a woman's role. Okay. Maternity is you see it in the animal kingdom, you see it the 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 female mm. spends major the the male comes and gives you dugga dugga and leaves you to look after the baby. You spend the majority of the time with the mum for the first few years and then Pops comes in and you know the daddy lion roars around with the baby lion and then there's a bit of male interaction. interaction. Yeah. But it's predominantly the female's responsibility. And the same in the human world, mm. women, automatically you get maternity leave. But the man has to beg, steal and borrow for his two weeks of paternity two weeks, leave. Two weeks is not fair, guys. The world is not fair that men only get two weeks paternity. As Sonia says, I appreciate traditional values and gentlemen and I deliver my part. But if his inside is ugly... I don't need him to be nice on the outside. Absolutely. Mm, that is very, very true. Yes. 100%. She says, same goes for women. I wouldn't expect a man to act like a gentleman to a woman that, is, that isn't appreciative. Yeah. And that's the point, isn't it? It's appreciation, yeah. Yeah, chivalrous woman, but she's not got traditional values. She's like, oh, she's ex- expectant of certain things, but she's not willing to come out of the bag. Mm. And be balanced with that person and I think that um, Sonia hit it right in the head there it's like do you remember Blue Therapy <laughs> yes with oh. the girl okay so for those who haven't seen Blue Therapy these fake couples went into this therapy session and they was basically talking about their issues and one of the couples the guy was trying to build a future even though he turned out to be an idiot but he was trying to build a future with his girlfriend and the girlfriend was so ignorant in the sense that he was saying to her, I'm saving so that we can have a house. I'm saving so that we can have a better life. I'm saving for our kids. And she was like, but I want to go to Hackersack. She wants to go where? (laughs) (laughs) She was like, but I want to go to Hackersack. Hackersack is a very, very upscale restaurant, Mm. which would be, it's nice, you know, for a really nice occasion. It costs, you know, on the night you're spending no more, no less than about £200. Oh, that's not a lot, though, still. £100 a head. Anyways, carry on. For food. Um, (laughs) But he's saying, I get you want to go to those places, but you have to be balanced. So he's not saying, no, 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 you're never going to go Hakkasan or you're never going to go sexy fish or whatever he's saying i'm trying to build our future so you're just gonna have to accept that sometimes there are you're not gonna get sacrifices that you, that you need yeah, to make yeah but then she was not understanding that concept but she would still be plastic go and get her hair weave done every week and the eyelashes and the nails and the and she was not willing to kind of be like okay he's trying to be my man he's trying to take charge he's trying to help me help us build a future. Yeah. She would just focus on... She didn't want to be transigent. That was her word of the day for like... (laughs) About two weeks ago. Well, no, she didn't. She just wanted to be... Be transigent. Instagram famous and be able to post up their pictures that she was in Hakkasan with her lashes. And this is the point. And this is the generation I mean, he was building towards a future. Although, I mean, come on. uh, That's the future. Mm. And she's obviously living in the here and now. Mm. But that is the point. 
he's a chivalrous man because he wants to do the right thing because that's what most women want anyway. They mm. want to settle down. But again, that's another thing these women possibly today... But they don't want to settle don't even down. Want that. Yeah. They just want to have just their fun. They don't want to know um, responsibility. Just do their thing. Mm. That is it. And yes, you know, it's it goes rather deep. Because they have know? said <coughs> that our generation... Not our generation, because our our generation have had children. But the generation coming, we've spoken about... I don't know if we've spoken about this before, actually. But the population is decreasing. Yeah. Because supposedly yeah. not many people are reproducing. They've had the lowest levels this year of something like 1%. I saw it today. Which you wouldn't expect, bearing in mind that we've been locked up I in know. our houses. The, 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 they've said that the birth rate this year has been the lowest since the records started which is quite shocking and this is because of the gender identities you know the people not being comfortable with who they are this has come from i want a relationship but it's too expensive to to have children Mm. this has come from a lot more health conditions that are preventing women from having children because that is another issue that is needs to be looked at there is something going on where there are a whole generation of women that are having trouble conceiving and keeping yeah yeah you know but keeping viable pregnancies that the there ain't no one ain't have no babies i mean i know people having babies but there's it's a bigger a wide harder. world out there. Yes, yes. Well, beautiful people, this is really conversation for another time that we will bring in. If And like we say, if there are any subjects or concerns that you have, let us know. Slide into our DMs. Slide <laughs> into the DMs and let us know what you think because it's just crazy. We're talking tonight on have roles changed? Do women expect a chivalrous man in 2021 when they themselves don't have traditional values? Mm-hmm. This is something we're speaking about. So let us know. Hi, DJ Laro, how you doing? Are you online with us tonight? You can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10 tonight. Please forgive me, um, All Flavours DJs. I can't post on socials because I am in clunk clunk I am in Facebook prison at the moment and that's going on this was one of the questions that I posed oh, maybe this is a question. question can we live without we've literally got 15 minutes left on the 19th of December at 17 should I say 1945 this um 745 um <laughs> GMT time um yeah so we're asking that question now we've just spoken on that one about women and traditional values but just highlighting to people that can we live without whatsapp no why because whatsapp's free how long is it going to be free for not you? everybody it's always going to be free not everybody has access to yeah. text messaging yeah Video not calling. everybody has access to video calling when you don't have no credit you can hop on someone's wi-fi and wi-fi call through whatsapp mm. and i don't understand i do but i don't understand the panic that was oh they're stealing our information anybody that's done a google search your information's in google so it doesn't matter where you think they're stealing your information from it's in the internet. The domain. It's the there. Domain. Although I learned yesterday, um, if, say, if you're a young person and they upload, say, 
there's a lots of this is something we're going to tackle as well on the show uh things when it comes to being safe as young people oh yeah we've got to start yeah we got to read because there's so much things going on out there that are a threat to our youngsters so mm. food for instance now they we kind of touched on it about the well mind you i don't think he was here a couple of weeks ago um the policeman and the it was taking pictures of women underneath their skirts that is a criminal offence so we're going to touch... A policeman was taking pictures of a woman? No, he killed the woman, didn't he? The guy that... Oh, Everard, yeah. yeah. But th- there are other things on the flip side of that. So we're going to be touching on these these things um, because there's a lot of things that are criminal mm. that if we come into contact with, we could be liable for that as well. But yeah. In the case of... Um, I've been privy to someone that's done something um not knowing right i don't know how you wouldn't know but not knowing she had sent a picture of her daughter um a daughter had some problems down Mm. there she'd sent the picture via whatsapp yeah to her friend's husband who was a gp yeah and he could have got struck off because of that because it's indecent picture and it's not within right. the environment. So yeah. even simple things like that, oh, can you look at this for my child? You need to really be careful yeah. what you're sharing and who yes. you're sharing it with. Because yes. he was a decent person that he, you know, um, approached her and said, don't ever send me things like that. Yeah. You have to come in and let me let see. see. Um, but... But then uh, what the point that I was making is if you upload it to a cloud or something, if they're under 18 years of age, it can be taken down. Okay. So just highlighting, but we will look at, we're going to look at that, but we're just, what we're highlighting here is the fact that WhatsApp will stop working on a lot of old phones from November 2021. So if you do have an old phone, we're just highlighting you to the fact that WhatsApp is going to stop working. Okay. Um... So yeah, you're right, Leash. We we do need WhatsApp. You and do. We, we we my phone is slowing down now. I don't want to really put it on my new device, and I'm trying to work with it another way. Um, but if you have any old phone, an old phone is not going to work. Yeah. Um, Darnell says he can live without WhatsApp. That's really good, Darnell. And um, yeah, it's uh, it's again being tied to that social media. It's not social media though. It is to a point. No, it's not. It's a messaging service. Yeah, it's not. I know you can message on Facebook, um, but a lot of people don't message on Facebook. A lot of people message on WhatsApp because WhatsApp came as its own entity. It's just that Facebook bought the WhatsApp WhatsApp, from the developers. But I, and this is where me as a millennial most probably sees the older generation is that are that are more weary of these kind of things that have mm. come about um maybe it's a good thing maybe it's a not so good thing but i think you know we have to move with the times there are you've gone from a generation where you didn't have a mobile phone we had to make phone calls on a landline and it was free free calls after nine o'clock to now nobody has a landline and everybody, well, old people still have a landline, but very few people still have a landline and almost everybody has a mobile phone. Not everybody has a smartphone. Mm, Yeah. So in that instance, fair enough, not everybody has a smartphone. 
but you have to move with the times. You're not going to be, and I'm having these these kind of issues we see raised in the workplace where people are so um, technologically shy and scared that when it comes to them doing work and when it comes to them being able to use certain apps and devices and things like that, they can't manage in the workplace. Yeah. Do you understand? So, so you have to be able to be adaptable. You have yeah. to be able to say, all right, I don't necessarily like it, but it's a messaging you can work service. With it. Yeah, you can work with it. But in, in the sense of um, from November 2021, people, if you have an old phone, like an Apple uh, or the, it says iPhone SE 2016 make, <laughs> Gosh, that's not even that old. Okay, it's twenty. Right, exactly. Wow. If you have an iPhone um, SE six S or six S plus, six S or iOS uh, or of the, the it says these models launch with iOS nine, but can be updated through iOS fifteen to continue to support WhatsApp. So if you have a twenty sixteen phone, and it's working before iOS nine. Yep, you cannot use WhatsApp. No, no, no. These will have an iOS 9 update on it. So you yeah. can use... So you can update it to iOS yeah. 15. Yeah. As well as Samsung. So if you've got a Samsung Galaxy, Trend Lite, Trend Galaxy S2. So my old one, that's why it's not working on this one. Um, S3 Mini. Check it out. I'm going to try... See, that's that's older. So that is what you need to... Re- older phones that cannot be updated with iOS will lose 10. access. So at yes. present, that now includes iPhone 4S. 4S. That's very old, from 2011. But someone might be working on their, Samsung, on their iPhone 4S and be happy and think, oh, yeah, you know, but Yeah, but why would you still it. have a... I don't understand. You don't understand. But like no, you but said, like the old people that might be working with it and it's working well for them. Yeah, but if she's... A know. granny is old with a mobile phone, she's most probably got a landline. She ain't texting anybody on WhatsApp. Yeah. But you've got people... Like, I got people from Jamaica sending me messages and it's through WhatsApp. Yeah. I send a text message with a farm emoji and I get charged. Whereas if I'm messaging you through WhatsApp, I don't it's get free. charged for that. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's things like that. It's like, if you're going to be communicating with family abroad, if you're going to be, you know, sending funny things or whatever through text messages, mm. especially if you're, you've not got like an iPhone and it's not a free iMessage or whatever, you have to be able to accept that people ain't going to talk to you. Yeah, and this is happening on November the 1st, beautiful people. November the 1st, this is, this is when it's going to come into effect. All right? So if you've got an old phone, Upgrade if you've got it. Apple, Samsung, LG, ZTE, Hawaii, Sony, or any other one that is not operating on the um, OS 15, yeah? That you need to start really reevaluating and seeing if you are if you are a firm user of WhatsApp, that you may have to upgrade to a phone that actually works. It highlights that um, what to do if your mobile phone is too old. The obvious answer, unfortunately, yes, is to upgrade. Naturally, Lily, we have come so close to the end of the evening. Please, can we get something out of that? A hundred principles. We haven't even had time to play another track, but we will um, play something on the top of the, uh, the hour. On the top of the hour, actually, you can catch DJ Laura from 8 till 10. 
and bigging up all the, the DJs on All Flavors Radio. Please check the schedules just to see who's playing. We have lots of new DJs um, that have joined, uh, joined us, so high five to you all. Um, yes, please check the DJs out on www.allflavorsradio.com just to see who's playing live on whatever given night of the week. Yes, naturally, Lily. So I like this one. It says, Eric Hoffer said it. The leader has to be practical and a realist, yet must talk the language of the visionary and the idealist. Yes. So. It's three people in there. Or four people. A visionary, practical. Idealist. Yeah. A realist. Yeah. And someone who's practical. Leader. So four, yeah. Practical, leader, idealist and realist. No, because it's saying the leader yep. has to be one of those four okay, attributes. So, okay. So yeah. if you want to lead, you, you lead from the your, front. Un- upgrade your phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, you know. And if you want to lead, you move with the times when it comes to being chivalrous. Yes, you will. And if we want to lead, we want to make sure that our children become leaders. So we want to look after their health mm-hmm. in the sense of giving them a good diet, a good regime, isn't it? And Samora Michelle, looking back on history, remembering we're making history as well, you know. We look back on history sometimes, but mm. we've got to look at how we are contributing to history too. History in the moment. Isn't it? Mm. So our realist, being a realist or idealist, what is an idealist? An idealist is when everything in your imagination comes to fruition. So, for example, I know someone who had these idealist views of marriage that it was mm. all going to be a bed of roses and she's going to come, oh, husband and children, and it didn't work out like that and now she's divorced. Oh. Whereas when you're a realist, you yeah. understand that there are issues and your marriage is going to be like hills and valleys. There'll be yes. good days and Peaks bad days. And but inevitably it's still a beautiful landscape yeah so that's a realist and then you work yeah you're working with a vision Mm -hmm. to what moving forwards as opposed to oh no everything's (laughs) tickety-boo and life is so great and we are bouncing on the fluffy clouds in the sky (laughs) no that's not how it Uh, goes that's not how it goes not at all beautiful people we really do appreciate you so much for tuning in we appreciate your company every tuesday with us naturally lily i'm wimbo 77 we do hope you enjoy the music we've been playing for you all following us tonight will be dj laro from 8 till 10 and tomorrow you catch charlie muir and darnell the therapist charlie muir from 7 to 11 7 to 9 and done all the therapist from nine to eleven. So I guess naturally, Lily. Yes. I just want to make two shout outs, both to my brothers, Marjorie and John Ash. Yes. A strong day, a strong week for both of them. Love you loads. Yes, we love you. We love you. And I guess all we've got left to say there then, after that, naturally, Lily, is we will see, see y'all on, on the, the other, other side. side. Take care. Thank you.